Okay, my degenerate friends, let's talk about the wonderful dark art of gambling. Yes, dancing with the point spread. Going two fists in all the way up to your elbows, wearing farm animal gloves. All right, that was weird. My point is, every game you watch is a little bit more spicy with something on it, you know? That's why you should get dialed in today at mybookie.ag. I've got an account, and you know what? I throw 10, 15, 20 bucks on stuff all the time. That's it. You can even bet less. MyBookie.ag is perfectly legal, and having worked with them for over two years, they are a rare exception of credibility in a sea of fly-by-nighters. And the handful of times anybody has had a problem, they take care of it right away. Why? Because I send one email, and they go, oh, we, we don't want to get this. We'll take care of this. Relax, everybody. You got me backing you up. NFL, college football, NBA, college hoops, PGA Tour, NHL, Premier League, everything but Bush Kazi from Afghanistan, you can bet on it. Right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to a thousand additional dollars to put in play. Terms and restrictions do apply to bonus dollar matches. Read the website for details. Promo code is ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, to get that additional matching money. Get some sweet action in 2020. MyBookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. Today on the Zabecast, LSU overwhelms Clemson to complete the greatest season in college football history. And are they the best team of the modern era? Notorious J-A-Y will help me sort it out. Also, Odell Beckham Jr. handing out hundreds. A new game called White Guy, Black Guy. Deciphering coach speak and... The greatest game show I had never heard of until now. Your bonus 30 minutes of me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! Wednesday, January 15th, 2020. What I love, thank you for downloading and thank you for listening. What I love about the NFL and our obsession with it is that it really pulls you through the month of January like a fast tow truck. It's glorious. January 15th. Do you not feel like I do? Like, oh, shit, half of this dreary winter month is now gone. Of course, February is going to be a slog. Hopefully, you've got a vacation planned. I'm going to be taking a group of ne'er-do-wells down to Mexico for 97-3 the game, our first ever Sunburn Bowl 1 promotion. That's going to be grand a week after the Super Bowl. And then you get to March, and you're like, if you're living in the East or the Upper Midwest or the Northeast, you're like, oh, March should be springish. It's not spring. March is just February 2. And of course, February is a leap year this year, so we got 29 days there. But we're halfway through January. I haven't even looked up for my box scores and highlights, and I'm like, yes, we are chugging our way through the month of January. Before I get to Jay, this is an actual email from an actual person who would prefer his name be redacted from the reading into the record. And of course, I grant anonymity. And redactions to anybody who wants to send me genuine emails. This one comes to me from Kansas City. Zabe, I was at at the Chiefs game on Sunday and it was glorious. It was announced that the stadium had run out of touchdown fireworks, but they still shot them off after the game. So, go figure. Might have been a bit of a work. Also, I need your opinion on a far more important matter. 
I, along with the majority of my friends, are diehard Chief fans, despite years and years of being repeatedly and incessantly kicked in the jewels. So one of my acquaintances is a big, is a big sports fan. Loves all the local teams, Missouri, uh, Mizzou, the Royals, the Chiefs. Well, his daughter has now been dating an undisclosed player for the Tennessee Titans. This kid is a local kid from the KC suburbs, and he's a Mizzou alum. Yada, 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 fast forward. This dad friend of mine now holds Titans watch parties, and he has basically flipped his allegiance off of the Kansas City Chiefs. And he is also rooting for the Titans this Sunday in the AFC title game. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? 45 years of fandom traded away for the guy who's sticking it to your firstborn child? What say you, Zabe? I understand that you may not be the best person to ask since you have been straddling that Packers-Redskins fence now for a while. I am incredulous, though. There is not a scenario in the world in which I would turn my back on one of my teams. I grew up a Chiefs fan, and I will pull for them and Father of the Year nominee Tyreek Hill until my last dying breath. P.S. If you need to discuss this, keep our names out of it and just let it be known. Said Titans player is a great guy. A little better than A.B., and so is the family in question. Awaiting your judgment, signed, redacted. Well, (laughs) I cannot disapprove of this enough. And you may say, well, that's pretty heady of you, pretty haughty of you, mister. Mr. Half-Redskin, Half-Packer fan. How does that work exactly? Put me aside for a second. It's okay that this guy, lifelong Chief fan, has a daughter who is dating a Titan and holds Titan watch parties throughout the year. The Titans and the Chiefs are not natural enemies. They do live in the same conference, but not in the same division. They have no great historical rivalry, although the Titans did knock the Chiefs out a couple years ago. So I don't have any problem with that. I don't even have a problem with the father letting the daughter host a Titans watch party at his house on Sunday for the AFC Championship game. I have no problem with the daughter rooting as hard as she can for the Titans and her beau during the watch party at said father's house. But that dad better goddamn well sure root for the Kansas City Chiefs. It is unacceptable to me, and the daughter has to understand that. Daddy, are you going to root for the Chiefs? Fuck yeah, I am. My house. You can bring all your Titan friends, and you can yay, 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 woo, woo, woo. But trust me, when Patrick Mahomes activates God mode, okay, I stole that from Nick Wright. It was a pretty good line. When he activates God mode and whoops ass on the Titans, I am not letting up. You know why, honey, sweetheart, firstborn, love of my life? That's sports. That's sports. You win some, you lose some. You root alongside your friends and family. There are husbands and wives who are on the absolute diametric opposite side of white-hot rivalries. Bears, Packers, Redskins, Cowboys, Raiders, Chiefs, and on down the line. So that would be my ruling on that. To flip his allegiance, to flip it right before what could be Kansas City's finest moment? Oh, no. No, no. We, We can't have that. 
Today's episode brought to you by MyBookie.ag, the official online gambling hangout of this, the ZabeCast. More lines on more games than you can imagine, more ways to play, fast payouts, outstanding customer service. MyBookie.ag has an easy interface. You can track your winnings and your bad beats. NFL playoffs are now here. Time to crush it. College hoops, now more upset heavy than ever. So let's clean up on some shockers in the winter. NBA looks like Lakers bucks in June, but hey, we can still make money on any given Tuesday throwing some heat at Grizzlies and Pelicans. <laughs> Sweet action. Promo code right now for 2020 is Zabe. Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. Get half your deposit matched up to $1,000. Terms and restrictions apply and bonus money. See website for details. You don't have to be some whale like Mr. X and throw around $1,000 a night. You can be a little dink and dunker like me and nobody's gonna know. Or laugh at you. MyBookie.ag. You play. You win. You get paid. Time now for Notorious J-A-Y. Just letting the music play here for a second. I thought I had his phone number handy. Ah, there we go. This is a cold call, by the way. We'll see if he answers on the first ring. I hope so. And knock this out and be done with it. Get to drinking on a Tuesday night. Come on, Jay. Hello. Hello. Yeah. This song has the best fucking groove. It just sits right in it. Turn it up. All right. Hi, Jay. How you Hi, doing Steve, today? How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. So we got a lot to talk about today, including a new game called White Guy, Black Guy. I know you're excited for that game. You sound excited. I'm excited <laughs> to see how, how this turns out. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's dig into it. Let's start with the college football championship. Were you not entertained, my friend? Uh, I love it when Dabo Sweeney loses. <laughs> so I was, I was a great weekend. The Ravens go down and Dabo goes down. I couldn't have asked for anything better. Now, where does your anti-Dabo stance come from? Uh, I dislike him a little less than Urban Meyer in my hatred of coaches, college coaches. What? Because he's too phony? He's too rah-rah? He's phony. He whines. He's not a great coach. <laughs> Uh, what do we do? We go alphabetical and numerical. Okay, so you you and judge he, him not a good by the name, and he goes by the name of Dabo. Really, you have a first name. I'm sure it's not Dabo. <laughs> I think I don't know. I'm going to look it up on Wikipedia right now. I'm sure he's got a real name like Ken or Lou or something like that. Okay, where do you stand there? Where do you stand then? I should say on Marty Smith of ESPN. I like Marty Smith. Marty Smith is genuine. Okay. I did you see that the, there was a, a young African American reporter having a tough time with the stand up. I saw and that. He messed up, and, and, and that Marty Marty didn't know, didn't even know the camera was running. That's a genuine dude right there. Yeah. No, I, uh, that was that was nice. I, I like I like Marty Smith's energy and his down home Southern enthusiasm and that whole thing. Uh, and he's got great hair. Great, great hair, great beard. Fit That's fella, right. small fit fella. Uh, William Christopher Swinney. Again, Dabble. if you can't go by Bill Sweeney, Dabo. Listen, really. 
And Jay. I know we've got a tough. I Jay. know we've got a tough backstory. I know, but Jay, yeah, here's the thing: all these coaches have to have a hook. They got to have a shtick. They got to be salesmen. They got to be charlatans. They've got to be front men. It is. It's a whole show, man. You know that. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> what coaches next. do you like? What next? What coaches do you like then in college football? I love Coach O. Of course. Do you know? Even, even though, even though, it, do, do you know Coach story, O had drinking problems and a restraining I order taken out against that. him? Mm-hmm. Did not know that. Yes, I just found it out today. <laughs> here's here's a commercial at Orgeron when he was at Ole Miss. Hey, I'm Coach O. I just love my Hummer. I believe the Hummer is the best vehicle on the road. <laughs> Be tough, aggressive. And it represents everything that we want at Ole Miss. I have my Hummer. You need a Hummer. Tell them about it, JoJo. <laughs> Mississippi, they are here. The new Rogers Dabs H3 Hummers are here. The folks at Rogers Dabs Hummer are first team players. Come see them. Rogers Dabs and Hummer like nothing else. New H3 starting at just 32,000. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there he is. I do love I do love Ed Orgeron as well. I'm not, not going to judge him on the fact he's had drinking problems and maybe you know, got, got mad at his uh, pre, was it his ex-wife that he got a restraining order against the current that, woman think, that was under his arm afterwards. Who was that? What number was she? I'm, I'm looking, looking, I think okay. that was two from what okay. this says, but can I, can I say something though about it, the, 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 the Ed Orgeron story that's, you know, not floating around, but USC spurned him and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to, let's set the record straight. He lost to UCLA and Notre Dame. He beat Stanford and lost to UCLA and Notre Dame. That's not real good on the resume if you're trying to get a job at USC. No, and so I think he was. A lot of was, people forget that. And I, I think mean, he I was. Wanted, I wanted yeah. him as the coach, but people forget he lost to UCLA and Notre Dame going down the stretch. Plus, I don't know if that act works in Southern California. That po' boy gumbo. I need some booty. He's got the perfect job. He's a, he's he really he's does in his home state. He got the perfect job. But none of it works if they don't find a quarterback. And it took Joe Burrow making a huge leap, thanks to that uh, passing coordinator from the Saints, uh, Joe, oh, who is now, Joe Brady, who is, now the, who is now the OC for the Carolina Panthers. What he got hired yeah. today? That that in about maybe a half hour ago, forty five oh, minutes ago. Shit. Yes. All right then. So there it goes. He's you know to me Dabo or not Dabo, but Coach O looks like just the happiest dude in the world, and he's just go Tigers, and he's always like. It's great for the great state of Louisiana and the people down here. And I mean, it's just great, you know. The talent, by the way, Jay, in Louisiana, you could wall off the state, recruit only in state, and still be a top five program. That's a sick football state down there, bro. And just think, they lost, I want to say, maybe 20% after the flood. So just think what it was like before the flood. You mean in New Orleans? Yeah, but I think also I mean, a, you, you a lot know of people in, left and never came back. That's I, what I'm just saying. True. They're they're what right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But there's still enough talent spread out through the swamplands and the lowlands and the bayous of Louisiana. Hmm. Rich Their talent wide area. Are sick. Their oh, wide receivers geez. are sick. I, it was just talent up and down that lineup. It was. And, and, and so, somebody was, somebody is quibbling with Kirk Herbstreet saying that Burrow was only a two-star recruit. And they were like, no, he wasn't. He averaged a four-star recruit. And I said, okay, does that really matter? How many stars was Jamar Chase? 37? 
Because <laughs> that fucker <laughs> runs like the wind and catches everything. They had safeties who I'd never heard of who played, and I was like, well, that had to be a five-star. Yeah. The corners and court, all the quarterbacks were 6'3, 210. Right. So is this the greatest college football team ever? No. Asterisk. Asterisk ever in the college game day era, which began in 1987. No. Okay. You have four choices, and here they are 15 and 0 LSU that beat seven top 10 teams that has the number one, number one quarterback who set a record for touchdowns in a year with 60, is going to put a a bunch of first-rounders in the NFL that beat everybody and came out of the roughest neighborhood, the Hell's Kitchen of divisions in college football, the SEC West. West, yeah. 15-0, not 12-0. That's choice number one. Choice number two is the Clemson Tigers of last year, the first team to go 15-0 and beat Alabama to slay El Guapo, the monster, the boss man at the end of the video game in Nick Saban and the Crimson Tide with Tua Tonga Vailoa, fully healthy. The third choice would be the 9 Alabama team that also went undefeated. They did not play in the college football era. It was a BCS championship. They crushed Texas in the title game. And then the fourth choice would be the 2001 Miami Hurricanes. Ding, 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 ding. There you go. That's <laughs> okay. It. Who went... 12 and 0 in the in the old BCS era in which the committee gave them a real lollipop for a title game opponent in Nebraska. That was the year Nebraska gave up 63 to Colorado in the championship game of the Big 12 and they still got in. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. But I, that but team, like that Miami team guys had in yeah, the NFL. Right. Yeah. Amongst others Clinton Portis, the late Sean Taylor, K2, I'm a soldier, before he went wild and started raping chicks. I mean, kind of Jeremy Shockey was a backup. By the way, kind of a cursed team, if you ask me. Portis is facing jail time for a embezzlement scandal or or a a money a fraud scandal involving uh, medical equipment for former players. Sean Taylor Taylor was murdered with us. And uh, did Kellen Winslow going to jail for rapey, rapey, rape, rape? Yeah, but, but a lot of other good players, a lot of other good players on that team, 2001 Miami Hurricanes. So that's your favorite team. That you think that's the best team right there? I I think that's the best team. Yes. Yeah, and I, I, I'll always say. And I, by the way, I hate Miami, but sure you got and you, but you got to you got to salute and death. Somebody pointed out. Go. Somebody pointed out that had the committee not fucked up and left Miami out of the title game either the year before or after. And had that late flag in the oh, Fiesta Bowl terrible. not fucked them, that Miami would have basically had three titles in a row, which is yes. unprecedented. One of the worst calls in the history of college football. Right. Uh, Frank Gore was on that team as well. Quarterback stunk, Six. though. Ken Dorsey. Uh, Bryant, oh, Bryant McKinney was on that team. Another oh. absolute late? stud. Wait a minute. No, that's not the one. Bryant we, McKinney? No, no. I, I, no, I thought that... I, that's not the guy who died in Minnesota from the heat stroke. No. Ron McKinney's still with us, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, another player, Ed Reed. You might have heard of him. Never heard of him. What, he has a mustard He has a mustard jacket, so he turned out pretty huh. good. Andre okay. Johnson, pretty, oh, pretty good on that team. There you go. Uh, Willis McGahee, Vince Wilfork, 
Never on heard of any trail roll. Never heard of him either. <laughs> Shit. Najee Davenport, Najee Dumpinport. Dumpinport. Oh, God, what a story that was. <laughs> Did I mention Philip Buchanan was on that team as well? No. See, again, and now, now I will give it to I will give it to LSU for this. In this in this in this current BCS model, it is tougher to go undefeated and win the whole thing. Yeah. I will I will give them that. But that team in two thousand one had so many bona fide stars, it's not even funny. Did I, so I did I mention that they also had a guy by the name of Jonathan Vilma on the team? Again, I mean, Jeremy Shockey. Jeremy Shockey was a backup. Remember that? Right? Uh, or I was know. It Greg Olson. Or was it Greg Olson? <clears throat> no, was- he's he's not on there. Roscoe Parrish was a drafted backup. Oh. Here are the starters for the Hurricanes. They, there's a grid here on this website I'm looking at, and NFL draft picks. So just guys that were drafted, which is not a insignificant thing. Shockey was on the team, but he was the starting tight end. Kellen Winslow was the backup on 0-1. Okay, I'm sorry. But they were both on the team, though. Yeah. Yeah. Ken Dorsey, Clinton Portis, Najee Davenport, Andre Johnson, Daryl Jones, Jeremy Shockey, Bryant McKinney, uh, Martin Bibla at right guard, and Joaquin Gonzalez were also drafted. Defensively, Jerome McDougal, William Ooh. Joseph, Matt Walters, and Andre Williams, Andrew Williams, were the front four. Vilma, DJ Williams were your linebackers. Philip Buchanan, Mike Rumpf was drafted as a right corner. Ed Reed and James Lewis. Backups on that team included Sean Taylor. Oh, ding. Vince Wilfork. Daryl McGlover, Alfonso Marshall, Carlos Joseph, Vernon Carey, Ooh. and Willis McGahey. As backups, and you know how some people like to say something stupid, like I think that team could have beat the fill-in worst team in the NFL. That team might have given one of those teams a run for their money. Oh, I forgot. Um, Rocky McIntosh, Redskin linebacker, was on that team. Oh. He was a third stringer. Holy shit, they were loaded. Well, anyway, hell of an accomplishment. Um, maybe the greatest team or one of the greatest teams ever. Odell Beckham was handing out money on the sideline. Somebody said it was fake. Could have been. Okay, but then then also I got a text from a former uh, college player who said, once you're done with your last game, you are no longer a student. If you're a senior, no, you're no longer a student athlete. True. So you can get money. So yeah, I think, either way. I think for them they would be in the clear if it was real, although the NCAA can be full of shit and yes. really tortured in their reasoning, they could, in theory, I'm thinking, say, lack of institutional control to bring back NFL players, let them roam the sideline, and start putting money in people's palms. Uh, and you know that phrase I used once, doing too much? That's that's doing too much, Odell. Well, no kidding. He, can't, he just can't He just can't. Like, Tyron Matthew, didn't, they showed him once he was sitting on the bench. Odell Beckham is running up and down the sideline talking to people. He's consistently doing too much. Yeah, I don't mind the old guys coming back. Booger McFarlane was there as well. Went out Thank for the God coin toss. Thank <laughs> God he didn't speak. Speaking of, speaking of Honey Badger, he was wearing a Chanel hoodie on the sideline. Hey, <laughs> being in the club has its privileges. Do you know what that hoodie cost? It's a uh, $4,000. Shit, dude. How do you know? $3,586. Yeah, 
Yeah, Chanel marks it up. If it's Chanel, it's over. It's over <laughs> at two thousand. It's a fucking cotton hoodie uh, again. There's not four thousand dollars of technology in a hoodie. That's a that's a lot of sweatshop sweat, uh, sweatshop hours. Excuse me. Unbelievable. It's one of those things you wear just because people will notice it. Google it and go, holy shit, that's expensive. You must be stupid rich. By the way, more breaking news very quickly. Can I give you this nugget? Yes, go ahead. I know you I know you were I know you were uh getting done with your show. Joey Cora. Out. Fired? Yes, he yeah. well, they they have parted ways. They <laughs> parted the ways. <laughs> We've allowed him to pursue uh, other other, pro- other yes <laughs> pursue other projects. I mean, I'm sorry. I said Joey Core, Alex Core. Excuse me. That's the second time I've done that. I keep having Joey Core, Alex Core out as manager of the Boston Red Sox. You know what, Jay? I've been calling. Uh, I've been calling Nick Bosa, Kyle Bosa, for several <laughs> days now. Because Kyle Shannon, ha- yeah. I don't know why it is. Together. He looked. Yeah. He looks like a Kyle to me. What can I say? Yeah. Um, and then there was the guy, the the sheriff that went into the locker room and told the LSU players, you know. I could arrest each and every one of you for smoking cigars in this locker room right now, and he was dead serious. He did not attempt to do that, but can you fucking imagine? That, well, that would have been the last time he'd have been a sheriff of anything. <laughs> in Louisiana. In Louisiana, of all, right, of all places, yes. They, they would tell the story sitting around the water cooler at the station for decades. Well... Remember that time old old Jimmy Jones thought he'd be the hard-ass sheriff after the, uh, the Tigers won the national championship? <laughs> I'm going to arrest you. And he pulls out his badge and he gets his cuffs and he's just it's like, hey, Joe Burrow, come over here. I'm going to arrest you. They beat, the, they beat the living shit out of him and there wasn't a jury in Louisiana that would have convicted one of them boys for doing is it, it. Is that your Cajun accent? It's pretty good. Sort of. That's, that's pretty good. Cajun Southern, I guess. Same thing. Um, and then there's the coaches' room. Did you watch any of the coaches' room? I I, I did. I used I used to watch that religiously, but when I saw that uh, Mike Mike uh, Gundy was going to be on there, yeah, you didn't I, want I, any I said, part no, of it. I, another okay. guy I don't like. With okay. that stupid mullet, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't handle that for two hours. Somebody said. Somebody said, "When's he going to get rid of the mullet?" And I was like, "Why? It's working. <laughs> Don't go away from your bread and butter." Of course, he Ugh. he dyes it black. You can tell he's fifty-one years old. You know there had to be some gray in that. Okay, so here was some of the gibberish from the coach's room, and then I want to hone in on a specific phrase and see if you can make a heads or tails of it. I think I've done it now. This, by the way, for you loyal one percenters, you will have heard me talk about this audio on my show on 97.3 The Game in Milwaukee, on the Team 980 in D.C., and yes, I'm doing it again here on the Zayn. Three peak. All right. And that's a you problem. That means you are listening to too much too of me. Much. Yes. But, so it's, a, but sure. it's a good enough piece of audio, and I want to play it, and I want Jay to hear it. Okay, here we go. Come on. What the, what the hell's going on here? Why is that not playing? Okay, now we, now I got to... Now I got to figure this one out here. Who this bitch is? Oh, that that works right there. Oh, oh. the volume. Oh, the volume is all the way down. The oh, no, but the is, other piece on that too. I you mean, know what he's we're talking tell about you? that. Go ahead. You know what he's going to tell you? He's going to say seventy-seven was coming at me, and I couldn't even see what color of the day it was. When in doubt, cut his outside leg. Daytime or nighttime? Pile. No doubt. Now is that legal? 
Well, you know that's illegal now, D. You'd rather, you'd rather have you a penalty. offensive guy outside of five yards. I think, I think- First of all, does that talking over and that sort of coaching gibberish bother you? No. But okay. Who is who was no besides Gundy? Who was who else was Gundy? Derek Mason. Oh, Derek Mason. Yes. Okay. Coach at Vanderbilt. Gary Patterson at TCU, and then Jeff Halfley, who is at Boston College. Never heard of him. Okay. He's apparently a young hotshot, came from Ohio State. We'll see. If he sees you, okay. you front him up, you can. I think. Within your five yards. Yes, right. He was past five yards, I think. But, uh, but yes. But what I'm saying. This was the screen pass that helped set up. Uh, they were, it was 28-23. Burrow nearly threw a pick six. And then they had third and long and... Clemson blitzed, and they beat him with a screen. That's what they're describing. Those offensive linemen, so many times they miss. They did a great job of coming to balance. Just square him up, right? Yep. You're, he's 185. You're 385. Just square him up, and they did a great job. What were you going to say, Coach? No. I, Here we know. go. Listen to this. Tell me if you know what he's saying. Out there, man, you, you, you teach one or two things, man. You teach, man, run a 1.340 through the outside leg, or you teach a foot fake because the lineman, the lineman doesn't know where the ball is. A lot of times the ball's out of phase. So, man. I, All right, what the fuck I, was I, that? I, I'm not even going to pretend to decipher what he said. A one eighty, whatever. Here. Gonna say, Coach? No, I, you know, out there, man. You 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 teach one or two things, man. You teach, man, run a one point three forty through the outside leg, or you teach a foot fake. Because run a one point three forty, which I assume means the fastest burst of speed you can, and try to blow up the lineman's outside leg to chop him down, or do a foot fake. I don't know what a foot fake is. Not even going to pretend to know what any of that is. And then when he says the football is out of phase, someone explained to me it's like the lineman doesn't know if the football has been thrown to the back yet, if the quarterback's been delayed, if he's running for his life, that the play has a timing and a schedule on its own, and sometimes it's out of phase. The lineman doesn't know where the ball is. A lot of times the ball is out of phase. So, man... I couldn't tell there whether or not the DB. I mean, it happened to the DB too so, so fast. It happened so fast. It happened so fast. But I mean, that's Carlos. Kind of, that's like when you guys go back and every time you watch practice, if your corners in practice ever end up inside the ball, yeah, you're setting yourself up. Oh so. yeah, yeah. I never let my corners get inside the ball, Jay. <laughs> this game though. Screen game. This is good. By the way, they talk about the transfer portal. Listen to this. Play this game though. Screen Remind me to show you something. Somebody that went in the portal. Guess where he's going to end up? I'm just going to show you. <laughs> That's Patterson. You, we got After another portal tonight. When we go in the break, foul. I'm going to show you something. <laughs> <laughs> so that was so that was Gundy going. We got another kid in the portal. Apparently, it was yeah. it was the, the kid. Houston QB. Yes, exactly. Who's a stud? Who's probably going to be in Oklahoma? Probably, but it makes you wonder. Do these coaches have a portal app and they can just blink? See oh, when a I'm, guy has entered probably, the transfer portal? Yeah, you have a new portal entry. Of course it does. Of course they have that. Okay. Time to play white guy, black guy. It's a game that's going to be sweeping the nation. Actually, it's not. It's only a game that Jay and I can play because we can be honest with each other about race relations and racial double standards. Here we go. All right. Julian Edelman got arrested over the weekend for jumping on some dude's Mercedes in Beverly Hills and yes. denting the hood. Yes. And he was arrested on misdemeanor vandalism. Nick Wright of Fox Sports 1 and First Things First went ham on Twitter 
just wouldn't stop yammering about this, trying to make comparisons to Odell Beckham Jr. and implying there was a racial double standard. Calling him a PED user, which is true, and a guy who got arrested. uh, Two things which Odell Beckham, they're like, and he's being called a good teammate, and another guy who's a much better player who hasn't been in trouble with the law is being called a bad teammate and implying a racial double standard. Well... He may not be wrong on it. What off the field has Odell Beckham ever done? Well, he was seen with a probable pile of cocaine in a hotel room in Paris with some skin. That was what was the guy for the caps? (laughs) I know. Yeah. Okay. So there is that, but I think the argument is nobody's saying Odell Beckham is a criminal. They're saying he's a piece of shit. He's a he's a cantankerous bad teammate who took half his team on a boat trip before a playoff game at Lambeau and then dropped six passes in a loss. And also is a guy who is quick to throw his quarterback under the bus like he did with Eli in that weird ass Josina Anderson interview two years ago. Remember that? Yes. In the middle of the season. And he's a guy that was going to the other sidelines during the, you know, unraveling parts of this year in Cleveland saying, did the team get me out of here? But what Nick Wright is, is pointing out is that the media is quick to, that got, the, the Julian Edelman got little no or play. no fanfare. No right. fanfare. And it should have, because... Oh, by the way, something else laughable. If I hear one more person try to sell me on Julian Edelman for the Hall of Fame, <laughs> I'm going to throw up where I stand. Okay. But anyway, I uh, know. no, but but that that got little. I saw it, and it was like a blurb on Bleacher Report. Right. I and think that, what, yeah, I think what we have, have to do. Top story. I think what we have to do is we have to find other misdemeanor acts where a player got arrested for a misdemeanor that happened to be black. And sort of judge, was there a lot of coverage of this or not? Because you're now making a coverage argument of, did it get covered enough that he got drunk and jumped on a dude's car and got arrested? Like I said, that got little or no coverage at all. Like I said, I saw saw a blurb on Bleacher Report. Okay, how much coverage did, uh, who's uh, Chung for the Patriots? Patrick Chung. Did you see where Patrick Chung just got probation for cocaine possession? It was a blurb on Twitter that I saw, which that should have felony. been. Felony. He got he got very lucky. He was facing felony coke possession, and he got probation. They, no jail. They came into his house, and, and I th- if I remember that story, they came into his house, and okay. somebody somebody ratted him out. Yeah. What's, what's worse? Remember when Chandler Jones was a Patriot? And got high on fucking bath salts or whatever, and wandered yes. into a police station buck naked, I do disoriented. That also, okay, yes. did that get the same coverage as Edelman, or more, or less? I don't I know. Thinking, I I can't remember that. I no, I do remember the story. I can't remember it getting covered. All right, listen, I will crush white guys acting like dipshits, assholes, bad teammates, whenever possible. And if I'm failing to live up to that standard, then you let me know. All right, my brother? Okay, wait a minute. Let me me ask this question. I'm getting a little bit tired of the white guy quarterback who can run narrative. (laughs) It it being like a a unicorn. (laughs) I'm so sick. It's it's every white guy who could run. He's got a little swivel. What? 
And every quarterback is mobile now. Stop it. The days of Dan Marino are over. Why does it and why does like Kirk Herbstreit lose his shit over every white quarterback because, who can run? Because Joe Bar- Joe Burrow can run for thirty yards on a third and eleven. So can so can Sunshine from Clemson. I'm, I know. He can run too. I know. I'm just, enough of this. Every quarterback can move now. Stop it. Yeah. Stop why are stop, we acting like stop having low expectations for white guys. It's insulting. It implies doesn't Does that it, piss you off? No. No, it doesn't? No. People, kids going to school hungry without breakfast. That pisses me off. Underprivileged youths in tough neighborhoods. Okay, not not piss you off. Doesn't, doesn't that make you go stop it? Don't you just say stop it? I, I mean, I'm, come on. I'm trying to think, like, who has been a highly touted, mostly immobile quarterback that can't run real well? Uh, the Redskins have one. Yeah, I know, Haskins, and he's black. Yeah. He's, right, he's sort of like Byron Leftwich. <laughs> so, you know what? That's, you that's like a that? doppelganger. That ding, ding. Byron Leftwich. I think uh, I think I think Haskins is more nimble than Leftwich. I think he's got good hop and move in the pocket. Well, I don't know. I don't get pissed off by that. Now let's talk about Antonio Brown, shall we? Oh God, we Here, do this every week. Well, because we did it last week, we did it, we're doing it this week. New shit every week. I mean, I got to keep up. It's like a TV show, except it's on Instagram. Broke, she don't drop Bentley's. You see this, sir? This is a fucking Bentley. That bitch is broke with two more other kids. That bitch got none. She don't have no Bentley. By the way, mother of three of his children. So yes, yes. whatever went wrong between the two, it went way wrong because he hates her now. He's standing at a hotel. Ask her where she's staying. Ask her. Okay. Well, that doesn't make a difference. Bro, she here with my fucking keys, and you said you can't get my keys back. By the way, they sent this. By the way, kids, kids are just, just wandering I know. around the police cars. Yeah, They sent the Hispanic officer to go talk to him. Tell me that was not on purpose. Had to be. Because you send a white guy, it's confrontational. And if you send a black guy, Antonio Brown is going to call him all kinds of names as well. That Hispanic officer is right in the middle of where he doesn't really have a beef on that guy. There was a woman there too. Basically, with him? Her. Oh, yeah, with- there was a there was a no, there was a woman police officer. Oh yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine sending her up? Hey Rook, <laughs> yeah. hey Rook, it's your first week on the job. Go talk to this guy and see what he wants. <laughs> This crazy dude, yes. Right, so get the keys. Well, so I'm asking you, do you got the keys? Or what could you do? I did not say that. I'm trying to decipher whether or not this vehicle was given to her as a Bro, gift this wasn't even let about me, the let vehicle. Me to you. Let me explain to you. I'm going to listen to you. If she has any sort of proof that... Bro, she ain't got no vehicle. This is my fucking vehicle. I'm not listening listen to what you said. No, you ain't telling me the right thing. You ain't okay. telling me the right thing. Well, I'm not telling you what you want to hear. No, you don't matter what I want to hear. This is my fucking vehicle. It's I'm here. Sure. That's what I'm trying to do. And this right. bitch here, fuck, fucking here from the hotel. <laughs> oh, she don't have God. none. She came in to take the kids to school. Now, okay, I understand he's hot because he believes that she has no right to the Bentley. And he's trying to get some help from the police officers. They're trying to explain to him, well... If you gave it to her, even though it is a substantial gift of what, $100,000 plus, then you kind of don't have the right to it. Now, I thought this is something the courts would sort out, but if Antonio Brown could be calm, he would just say very plainly, officer, I did not give her that Bentley. I have proof that I did not give it to her, and I'm looking to get it back. Can you help me? And if you can't, what do I need to do to go get it back? Boom, end of story. But if you're a sane man, 
you think that. But ah, Antonio Brown is insane. Exactly. Now, he calls his ex-baby mama a word. I want you to tell me if you know what this is. She's not getting to school. Okay. She don't have no car. This bitch is a baster. She have two other kids. She stab- There. This bitch is a baster. Did you hear that? Tell her. She don't have none. She came in to take the kids to school. Oh, yeah, the kids not yeah, getting she- to school. Here. She don't have no car. This bitch is a baster. She have two other kids. She stay at a hotel. Yeah. What yeah. does that mean? This bitch is a baster. Uh, you know how you just get pregnant just for the, just for the money from the baby daddy. That's what she is. Why is that baster? Turkey baster. You know, like when uh, uh, women oh, get pregnant. They get, yeah. Oh shit! That's quite an insult, right there. That is. By the way, she's. Do I even say this? She's not that attractive. I did, I haven't seen a good photo of her. I just see the still photos of the confrontation. There's a, there's better photos of her. She's a fucking lost cause. Look at her. Look at her. <laughs> but you have three kids yeah. by her. I know. But, sir, she's here taking my... Co- what if the cops said, well, you did fuck her three times at a minimum. <laughs> at a that, minimum. Yeah. Yes. Right, I would have sent him into orbit. She came for the kids. This is not her vehicle. All right, this vehicle is here. So she's trying to sell you on some bullshit. I'm telling you it's not. That's why I came here to talk to you, yeah. but you're screaming at me. Because you ain't helping me out. It's been 40 minutes, no justice. Well, 40 minutes, no here. justice. Don't About matter. Three minutes ago. Don't matter, bro. Ask these guys. These guys are here. They could tell you. She's here supposed to take the kids to school. She's trying to steal the vehicle. She shouldn't even be here. I let her in on the script of the kids. You want to see now the messages? Here, here it comes. The kids not going to school. Problematic She's part. here trying to steal in the car. This bitch is a baser, bro. She can't take no car from me. Okay. She's she evicted. She shouldn't be here. Right. You guys should know that. Yes. Yes. These niggas gotta make calls for niggas to get justice. The police can't even know what to do. They gotta call. They feel me? Call other niggas. We gotta go to jail. This is what we gotta do. Here it this is. is white versus black right here in your fucking oh. face right here. Oh. Fuck the NFL. Oh. This is real life. Oh no. So. Like I guess I, all this is taking away from his online course study. Yeah, exactly. So here's white guy, black guy. I noticed a lot of comments from people saying, oh, I'm, I got to say a prayer for this guy. He needs help. Get this man help. This poor guy, he needs help. Let's pray for him. White guy, black guy. If a white guy were to do all this and say stuff that is overtly racially charged, and insult a woman, a black woman, just reverse all the colors. You're telling me that wouldn't be all over every ESPN talking head show. And I'm not sure because I haven't watched. I don't know how many of the did to, did not, oh yeah, facts versus volume shows on ESPN have handled this video, but I really haven't seen it. I saw it and it was mostly, he's crazy, uh, he needs help. That's that's what... And, and here's well, my no, no, and no, here no, it is here I it is on with, yeah okay no, go ahead I did see a show I did see something with I know you don't like Sarah Spain where she was <laughs> clutching her pearls and saying that the 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 violence towards women or the 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 uh, words he was that he was using towards his baby mama that was what she was clutching her pearls. Well, I mean, I think the pearls deserve to be clutched just a bit if yes. you're going to be consistent. I mean, this is. I mean, that's some very serious vitriol, but here's the thing. You tell me, white guy, black guy, can uh, can J.J. Watt do this and get away with it? Or, or, or not get away with it. Hold on. Would people say, 
about a J.J. Watt or a Nick Bosa or someone equivalent, white guy star, oh, we got to pray for him, or he's crazy, or poor guy, he needs help. They would just vilify him as a bad guy. One has to remain open to the Wait thought minute, we already that... We know Antonio Brown's a bad guy, though. Ah, did, did, did. Some people think he is lost, addicted to social media, suffering from CTE after the perfect hit. They don't want to believe that the real Antonio Brown is finally coming out at this point of his life and his career. That he really is a bad guy who uses people, who is very racially charged and has a lot of hatred in his heart and is not very smart either. I, I don't, well, I'd like to meet people who don't think he's a bad guy. I'd like to talk to those people. I just think there's a general vibe. There, there's way more sympathetic comments. All I know is if there's a white guy that can get away with this shit and not get completely blasted. Cause I think that Antonio Brown's going to get a tryout this summer. And I think he's going to play in the NFL next year. I really do. Cause the really? talent is wow. that high. He'll be able to get rehabilitated. At some point, he'll put the fucking phone down, and he'll figure out, okay, I should actually try to play in the NFL. Wow. I see. I, I, I was thinking the XFL might be more on his radar, radar right now. Well, I don't think he wants to play in that. All right, real quick. Is Bill Cowher a Hall of Famer? No. I don't understand that one. Jake Cottrell, lifelong Pittsburgh Steeler fan. fan. I don't get it. How many, somebody's got his, how many championship games did he lose at – Three rivers at home I, at, I at Heinz, at least, at least three, maybe four. I was going to say at least three. But he went, do you know Tom Flores is not in the Hall of Fame? An outrage. That make, yes. I neither mean, is Mike Cowher. Holmgren and neither is George Seifert. And by virtue of Cower going in, then Mike Tomlin, Tomlin is, is a lock. Tomlin has yes. a better winning percentage, the same Super Bowl appearances and wins, and subverted that hot mess of crazy that you just heard for several years. I got a lot of vitriol towards me when I said I don't understand why Bill Cowher's going to the Hall of Fame. A lot of Steeler fans said uh, you're not a real Steeler fan. Why? Because what has what did he do besides uh, have losing seasons, which Tomlin didn't? And you, you know I'm not a Tomlin fan all the time. He's he had like three or four seven and nines, five and tens, and lost. Uh, championship games at home. Right. That doesn't really scream Hall of Fame to me. Yeah. I, I don't think so either, but he's a likable guy and he's on television. He on he television, is. and they obviously did this television stunt for both him and Jimmy, and it got milked up big time. And Jimmy Johnson, I, I thought he was already in. I didn't know he, he wasn't in. Yeah. I guess, thought he was already in the Hall guess, of Fame. Guess what ring he's not in? The Cowboy Ring of Honor. <laughs> oh, God, are you serious? Well, 100% serious because of Jerry's uh, bitterness. It's funny, the Redskins put in Phil Hochberg, a PA announcer, a complete zilch and a nobody, up there right next to Art Monk and Sonny Jurgensen, as well as uh, Wayne Curry, who was the county executive of PG County that greased the skids for a sweetheart deal for Jack Ken Cook. They're in the ring of honor, and Jimmy Johnson is not down in Dallas. How fucking petty is that? How about that? How about that, Mr. Fung? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right, before I get to fuck that guy, I hesitate to do this because we shouldn't play FTG for girls. Have you seen... Why why shouldn't we? Have you seen the video of Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend? Yeah, she's a little bit too much. Here she is, cutting a promo, as the kids say, for the gram. It's all for the gram. On those who didn't think the Chiefs were going to win that game last week. Come on, tune in. 
stand and say all those people that doubted us and hated on us and thought we were going to lose this day? Yes, I did! <laughs> I thought she said go suck it. She says guess again, though. Oh God! There's nothing worse than your wife or, or wife or girlfriend talking about sports. Oh. It's okay if they talk about it sensibly, but I don't know about that. I think she better worry about getting hit with the upgrade button, like Russell Wilson did with Ciara. Stand by. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, here we go, Jay. Who is your FTG of the week? Well, it's not, it's not a guy, it's a group. The fucking Pac-12 officials who did the game last night, if they they were trying to make that game five hours long with yeah. their goddamn petty penalties. That's why, How, by the way, it's the, it's the worst conference in, in college football, the Pac-12, because of its goddamn officials. There's a, reason, there's a reason the phrase Pac-12 after dark is a thing. It's not yes. just because the games are late on the East Coast. It's any kind of crazy shit you can imagine can and will happen in the Pac-12 because the refs are so crazy and incompetent. And Larry Scott is the biggest fraud of a commissioner you've ever seen. Preach, preach, preach. Yeah. Yes. But he's all yours, Jay, as a USC fan. So to the Pac-12 officials who had to review a pass that fucking bounced on the field. Bounced! What do you say, Jay? Fuck those guys. My fuck that guy goes to David Baker, the massive Sasquatch of a loud jacket wearing oh, phony God. who made sure he was front and center with those Hall of Fame announcements wearing a blue jacket and a red jacket for the two different hosts. And this guy's background, he was accused of and charged with embezzling a significant amount, several tens of thousands of dollars of like election money, of campaign money when he ran for fucking dog catcher somewhere. He's a big, ugly Sasquatch who's a complete huckster, and he's making himself part of the story instead of letting those nominated and elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame take the glory. I have no use for him. He is a giant, fat Berman. To I, to David Baker, I say, fuck that guy! And that, Jay, while satisfying to many listeners is why my career has stalled out at the modest level it is currently at. If you want to get to high levels in broadcasting people, you got to play the game and you got to not offend anybody. Don't speak too much truth and make sure to kiss some ass. I took well, that you, I took that off ramp years ago. There's no getting I, back on that highway. I was going to say, well, you've killed that little thing right oh, there. Oh, yeah. I killed it. It's been killed a long time ago. So hopefully my small band of listeners appreciates the fact that I will say what needs to be said in unflinching terms to the asshats and the frauds in sports that deserve it. And you, Jay, are another voice that you're does no the my, same thing. That's no why I love you. You know Mike Greenberg. <laughs> I am not. All right, Jay. Thank you as always. Great run today. We'll talk next week. Bye bye now. Bye bye now. As he likes to say, I love that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let me end on this. I uh I never knew this uh, show existed until Twitter came along and somebody posted a couple of clips. 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 Is that right? 
it is a game show that was hosted by one um, uh, Steve-O from Jackass fame. Steve-O being the stuntman, the insane stuntman on Jackass, who I'm surprised he's not dead from the stunts he did. The show is called Killer Karaoke. And imagine a cross between American Idol and Fear Factor. The rule was you had to sing your favorite karaoke song to the music while enduring any number of mystery horrors, sticking your hand into random boxes that has have things in it that you don't know what they are, to stepping in things that are disgusting, doing things that scare the shit out of you, and you got to keep singing the song. Otherwise, you're out. You don't win the money. Here was a woman <laughs> that had to put her hand in a box of live snakes. They were not venomous, although they looked venomous. They might have had their venom removed, but they certainly were nipping at her hands. And it is something else. Performing before he cheats. Make some noise for Emily Wassler. She has no idea what's in the box. The audience can see it, though. Keep singing. <laughs> the second, the second box had a teddy bear in it, but she was convinced it was something evil. She then had to put her head in a box of pigeons. I don't know why that tickles my funny bone. It just does. But there is all kinds of clips. It was a show that only lasted maybe a season or two, and I, I think it was on True TV. Uh, look it up online if you want a if you want a good laugh. If your humor is like mine and you can't stop laughing at that clip, I've watched it probably a dozen times now. It just does not get funny. It does not not get fun. It does not stop being funny to see people try to fight their way their way through singing a song while putting their hand in a box of live snakes that are biting them. Oh my fucking God. Thank you for listening. Download, rate, and review, or you've already downloaded. Rate and review. Tell a couple friends. Subscribe to Friday's Football Fiveway Fridays. Help support this overall venture. I do appreciate it. Thanks to Jay for coming on today. Have yourself a great Wednesday, and we will see you next time. Okay, my degenerate friends, let's talk about the wonderful dark art of Gambling. Yes, dancing with the point spread. Going two fists in all the way up to your elbows. Wearing farm animal gloves. All right, that was weird.
My point is, every game you watch is a little bit more spicy with something on it, you know? That's why you should get dialed in today at mybookie.ag. I've got an account, and you know what? I throw 10, 15, 20 bucks on stuff all the time. That's it. You can even bet less. MyBookie.ag is perfectly legal, and having worked with them for over two years, they are a rare exception of credibility in a sea of fly-by-nighters. And the handful of times anybody has had a problem, they take care of it right away. Why? Because I send one email, and they go, oh, we, we don't want to get this. We'll take care of this. Relax, everybody. You got me backing you up. NFL, college football, NBA, college hoops, PGA Tour, NHL, Premier League, everything but Bush Kazi from Afghanistan, you can bet on it. Right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to 1000 additional dollars to put in play. Terms and restrictions do apply to bonus dollar matches. Read the website for details. Promo code is ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, to get that additional matching money. Get some sweet action in 2020. MyBookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid.